This is Shelby Hansen, and you're listening to episode 78. Thank you to my 30s. Welcome to the Get Your Energy Back podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. As a life coach, invisible illness warrior, and kidney transplant recipient, I've navigated the waters of chronic fatigue for nearly a decade and can help you feel more energized and alive than ever before. In this podcast, we dive deep into topics that can help you boost your energy levels and live a more vibrant life. Whether you're looking to overcome limiting beliefs, improve your relationships, gain a better understanding of what is affecting your energy levels, or simply find more joy and fulfillment in your life, the Get Your Energy Back podcast is the perfect place to start. So sit back, relax, and join me on this journey towards a more energized, balanced, and vibrant life. Welcome to today's show. I am going to be talking to you about a subject that's really important, and it is something that I've talked about in the past couple of episodes. A couple episodes ago, I talked about when gratitude feels hard and what to do, but I wanted to show you what's possible when you do the inner work to honor the resistance that you may be feeling and you're on the other side of resistance. I want to show you the possibility of what it looks like after that, okay? So this episode is called Thank You to My 30s. And I wanna tell you three things that I am so grateful that happened to me in my 30s. Now, I'm recording this a few weeks ahead of time, but at the end of July, I turn 40. So I've really been reflecting on this time and I want to tell you some stories that have happened over the past decade and how I've been able to really expand into the emotion and the sensation of gratitude. Gratitude is the highest vibration of abundance. It's where you're able to see from a perspective just how amazing this life is, okay? And If you do the precursor work, like I've talked about in a few episodes about honoring where you are and allowing yourself to heal from past hurts, the benefit of doing that is that you really get to fully embrace and accept the experience of gratitude. So here we go. I'm going to tell you my three things that I'm thankful for in my 30s. Now, one of the reasons why I want to bring this attention is because It's people a lot of times will have um, like a midlife crisis or a midnight life reckoning or an awakening. And I think that generally we think about that happening in somebody's more middle life, more in the 50s, maybe late 40s. But really my wake up call happened when I was 31 years old. And I am, even though I wasn't at that time grateful for it, I am so grateful that it happened when it did, how it did. And I want to tell you the story about that, okay? So I was checking the mail when I was 31 years old, and I got a letter in the mail saying that I was in kidney failure. I 
had no clue what that meant. Nobody I knew had ever had kidney disease. The only people that I'd seen with kidney disease were on dialysis and they were patients of mine that I was taking care of when I was a speech language pathologist and helping them learn how to speak and to breathe and breathe while they were speaking if they had tracheostomies. So this was really scary to me. And to me, I was like, people don't get life-altering diagnoses at this young age with these young kids. This isn't when people get sick. In fact, the first thing that I thought when I saw the results from a blood draw was that hopefully they just have me mixed up. Hopefully this is somebody else that they've alt- that the- our results have gotten crossed and it's some old person that is ready to leave this life and already knew for years that they had kidney problems and it's just no big deal for them. So I remember, this is one of the poignant stories that I remember at that time of my life. I was living in Florida. My husband, of course, was gone. He was in Japan at the time doing a conference and I had three little kids and I just remember like before I knew that this is exactly what was happening in my body, um, I just couldn't stop crying. And there, I had this recliner in my chair, uh, recliner chair in my bedroom right next to my bed. Um, it's where I would sleep and sit when I was nursing my babies. And as I was sitting in that recliner, I just grabbed an entire box of tissues and the tears just kept flowing. Like I could not stop from crying. And it was just like this visceral reaction. It was just involuntary. I wasn't even thinking about it. I just could not stop crying. And I remember looking, when when I finally did have a reprieve in the crying, I remember looking back at that recliner and I don't know where the picture is. I know I took a picture, but it was just the floor and the chair were completely covered in tissues. And I was just like, that person is really sad, whoever was crying. It was me. And I took a picture of all of the tissues because I wanted to take that picture and show it to whoever had mixed up the results that look at what you made this young girl who is very healthy experience. She was crying so much. Look at all of the tissues that she cried through. And I was really like going to make them feel bad for how they had made me feel. I was in such denial and it was really, like I said, it was a wake up call that this life is so fragile. It's so beautiful and it's so easy to take it for granted. And without that wake up call, when I was 31 years old, I think that I still would have been holding on to a lot of patterns of self-blame, self-judgment, people-pleasing, a lot of trauma responses I would have still been holding on to those without having such a huge turning point in my life at such a young age. And that was, you know, I'd go to the doctors and everybody would tell me, oh, are you sure? Like, you look fine. (laughs) You don't look sick. I'm sure a lot of you have gotten that, but you don't look sick. So, you know, that sucks for you. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, it does. It really does. So... I am thankful for that though, because it did wake me up. It woke me up to see, is this how I want to be living my life? There are so many things that, um, as we were driving to the base one time, 
at the very beginning, just to get more information, I really had a a moment where my life flashed before my eyes and I could see all of the components of my life and everything that I had created up until that point. And I thought about it and I was like, there's not a single thing that I regret. In fact, I am so grateful for all of the choices that I made and every single experience that I have. My only sadness was that I thought I might not be able to continue to create even a better, more fulfilling life with more amazing things in it. I wasn't sad about what I hadn't done. I was or what I had done. I was just sad about what I might not be able to do. And it really helped me to be able to see, okay, what's important. So that, that goes back and that goes into the second thing that I want to tell you that I'm really thankful for that happened in my thirties. And that is that I rebuilt my life. I joke because people would tell me, oh, you live in a 30 hour day. Like you can get done in 24 hours what it would take other people 30 hours to do. I'm a very fast paced person. I just go, go, go. And that served me so well for so many years and for so many things. But when my body started to give out and I started to experience so many you know, symptoms in my body, that no longer was a path that served me. And because of that, I couldn't keep doing everything that I had done. Um, and during that time, one of um, the quotes that really stuck out to me, it was... Um, a leader from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I can't remember who it was. I'm going to have to go back and look. But he said during um, uh, during a really special talk that when you can't do what you've always done, you learn to do what matters most. And this was completely a mantra of mine for years. When I would get up in my head about all of the things that I thought that I should be doing as a wife and a mother and as a as a 30 something year old woman, I would tailor it back and think about what is it that matters the very most right here? That's where I want to put my time and attention. Because when I was in my 20s and in my teens, I could afford to have my attention in so many different places because I could move quickly and I could get a lot done. And I was getting a lot of things done that really didn't matter. And it was bringing me a lot of stress because I didn't have to pare down because I did have a lot of energy back then. And so going through this helped me to be able to stop putting undue pressure on myself and to begin to create this life that was clear and so abundantly mine. So I will tell you that um, the story of that time of my life was that I just didn't have any energy. I, I tell people it felt like I was moving through sludge and and mud. It's like every part of me, like moving forward, just felt like such a gargantuan effort. I didn't have any energy. I was completely deflated, but I still had to show up for my kids and their needs, especially I had a one-year-old at that. Well, I when I was very first diagnosed, I my youngest... She was, yeah, she was one. She was one. And then I was, and then I became pregnant during that time. And then after my trans, I mean, after my transplant, I still had a one-year-old. So from that one, so lots of one-year-olds to take care of. But I consciously decided from rebuilding my life 
that I would be intentional about what my life looked like. It would look different than I had thought. I wouldn't be able to do as much for my kids as um, as maybe other moms do. My kids would have to pick up more slack than others. But I was going to be really intentional about the fun that I had with them too. And make sure that they really knew how unconditionally loved they were. I was no longer going to be moving so quickly and putting so many priorities first that I wasn't taking care of the priorities that mattered the most, which were my family. So I will say that after, um, I think we all experienced this after COVID or, you know, some version of it. So many things were shut down and we just were told to be at home and not do anything outside. So there was a lot of um, boredom that happened, right? Um, A lot of people really loved that. They could say no without feeling like they had to be obligated to things anymore. I know a lot of my friends have said that. For me personally, after COVID restrictions were lifted and things started to get more safe, I was really intentional about only adding in the things that brought joy and let go of the rest. So, and some of these things were even things that were really important to me before. Um, My responsibilities at church have always been important to me, but I did have to let them go a little bit more loosely than I had wanted to because of where I was energetically. The interesting thing though, was that once I was able to let go of some things that I thought were so important, I was able to slowly put them back in to my life And they were able to create joy because I let myself kind of mentally quit and then decide what is it that I really want in my life. And I would encourage you to do that too. What are the things that you really want in your life and how can you start to let go of what's just not as important anymore? It was easy to do it after COVID because so many things were just stopped But did you let yourself get too many things put back on your plate that maybe aren't exactly what you want right now? So think about that. Like You have the power and the capability and the capacity to rebuild your life today and to start to let go of things that aren't serving your highest self, your your most important priorities. This is where boundary work comes in, where it's so important. People ask you, might ask you all the time to do things, but if it's not in that piece of your, um, of what is really important to you, it's going to, it's going to hinder you. It's going to take your energy away. And it doesn't mean that it's a no forever, but sometimes we do need to say no so that you can open up space for healing, open up space to feel safe in your body again. And then from that healed space, be able to say yes to things that are an aligned yes. Okay. So the third thing that I'm so thankful for that I learned in my 30s was how to enjoy and savor now, okay? Um, I learned that I didn't have to wait. I didn't have to play the then-when game, like, or when-then game. When this happens, then I can be happy. When I get a kidney transplant, then I can be healthy. When they come up with a cure for kidney disease, then I can be at peace. I just learned that all we have is right now. And this it's safe to be able to enjoy what I have in this moment. Because when you start to worry about the future, you're not only 
robbing yourself of a peaceful future. You're robbing yourself of the peace that's available in this present moment right now. And so I learned in my 30s from these experiences that it's safe to just love this present moment. And I'll give you a little bit of story about that. Um, after, um, right before COVID hit in 2019, I went back to work as a speech language pathologist at a charter school. And, you know, every school has its ups and downs and its issues. And, you know, people have different personalities. And it was no different at this school that I went to. I was working there part-time to just kind of get my feet wet and to start doing something new. And when I went for the job interview, I got hired. Then I got sick. And I was going to go start working after we got back from a trip. I got sick, went on the trip, got sicker on the trip, and ended up hospitalized after the trip and was able to get the right medication. They got the right diagnosis and to start to heal from that. But it was night and day, like how terrible I felt when I was at the hospital and when I was sick to when I was recovered and going to work. So I would go to work and everybody like would inevitably come up to me at different times and they'd be like, like, why are you so happy? Like what, like, this is a normal Tuesday. And I'd be like, you don't understand. Like two weeks ago, I was fighting for my life and had some crazy parasites that I picked up from probably taking my kids to a water slide park because I'm on an immunosuppressants. Do you understand how amazing it is to live this normal life of going to work and making a difference in people's lives? I felt like I had to pinch myself every day that I would go into work because I was like, this is real. This is reality. I was so sick. I was, I had this radical recovery from organ failure to thriving, to really feeling this health in my body again. And it really taught me that there is no other time than right now. Okay. Um, a few, I think it was last summer. I had an experience where I was sitting in my backyard and we have these amazing, this like arch of trees that's in our backyard. And it's so cool because um, it's the perfect distance to put hammocks. So we have like three hammocks in a row in our backyard. And as I was sitting there in that hammock in this beautiful day, like just the grass is there. I can hear the birds. We're right next to some forests. So I can like hear some animal sounds too. Just sitting in that hammock, looking up at the blue sky. Just like, I have every single thing that I need right now in this moment. I am so abundantly sourced and resourced. And it doesn't matter like what's going on around me. It doesn't matter what the number is even in my bank account. Right now, I am so overflowingly sufficient and then more. And so learn seeing like, you know, how much of a challenge I had gone through from that girl that was crying her eyes out on that brown (laughs) recliner in my, in my bedroom to me sitting in this hammock now years post kidney transplant, like healing so many physical ailments in my body through understanding what was going on with my nervous system and just feeling that abundance. That is the epitome of gratitude is being able to see, okay, yeah, I did go through something really challenging and 
I'm only putting back in my life what's important and it's safe for me to just enjoy and savor this now. We're never promised tomorrow. We don't know what the next breath is going to be. We don't know when we're going to get a phone call of something and we can always be waiting for that other shoe to drop or you can drop into the moment of just feeling safe and held and loved and adored by an amazing God and universe, whatever your spirituality is, that's available to you too right now. And so that's, as I move into my forties, I'm really excited for all of the new lessons that I'm going to learn, but it's also so beautiful to go back and reflect about what happened in my thirties. What did I learn in my thirties so that I can take that and expand that experience for the decades that are ahead of me. I didn't know how long I was going to get when I was 31 getting that news. I didn't know if that was going to be it. I didn't know if they were going to say, Hey, you've got this and some other things. I didn't know if I'd make it to 40. So when I think about getting older, all I think about is how amazing it is. I'm like, good. I don't have any gray hairs right now, but I'm like, bring them on. Wrinkles, I'm here for it. Cellulite, yes. Because all of this means I'm still here. I still get to experience the wonders of this magical world that we live in. And so I invite you to think about the lessons that you've learned in the past decade of your life. What are the things that have stuck out to you? And what can you express so much gratitude for? I'm so thankful for my 30s. And I hope that you can find gratitude in your life too and an excitement and thrill for the privilege of getting to live and to getting to grow older. All right, I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Are you ready to welcome in vibrancy and energy into your life? Join me for a fatigue recovery call. We'll get on a call and I will share my three-step process for getting your energy back personalized, especially for you. Simply go to the show notes and schedule your call today. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's get coaching together today. I hope you have a wonderful week as you take your power back on creating more vitality, energy, and vibrancy in your life today.